What up and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Rome Bone. Thank you for tuning in. We are at episode 85 of the podcast. Much love to everybody that tunes in each week. You are very much appreciated. Last week, I gave you not one, but I gave you two fucking podcasts. We had the normal episode last Monday. And then instead of doing a review or any kind of CD collection video, something like that, I decided to hit you with another podcast. I had my homie Mike Sears from the Speaky Cloud Podcast join me. And we chopped it up for a little over an hour. Talked about Conway the Machine, his new shit that he's got in the works. His new album that he just dropped. A la Zuli Lou. Um, just a whole bunch of shit we talked about. It was a great conversation, as it usually is. When Mike Sears hops on, that's the fucking homie over there. So shout out to him for hopping on the show, coming to kick it. It's been a minute. I haven't been doing many guests this year. Uh, he's the only second person that I've had on this year since 2020 started. So if you want to see more guests, let me know. Uh, I don't fuck with many people, to be honest. I just don't. You probably could tell by now who I fuck with, who I don't. Um, but if you want to see more guests, let me know. You ain't got to tell me who. But if you want to see me chop it up with more people, I could definitely make that happen. And I'll get more people on the show and we can chop it up, have conversations, a little back and forth instead of just kicking it solo dolo all the time. Even though I have fun doing it solo. I've gotten used to doing it solo, just kicking it by myself, have a lot of fun doing it, but yeah, shout out to the homie Mike Sears for hopping on, and let's get into some new music. This week, this past, I forget what day it was last week, might have been Tuesday, Wednesday, Clockwork dropped his new single, Half Man, Half Machine, this dude's been on a fucking roll, dropping single after single. I'm loving the consistency from this dude. He even has his side project, Them Chains. One of the, my favorite songs they dropped this year. But Clockwork, formerly a Gorilla Voltage, dropped another solo uh, single, Half Man, Half Machine. This track is fucking fire. This is uh, the fourth single that he's released, something like that. Fourth or fifth single. Everyone's been a hit, not one miss. It's a departure from Gorilla Voltage, and, you know, it was him and Mr. Gray, so you had that combination between them two, but Clockwork be holding it down solo. I know he put out some solo shit before Gorilla Voltage popped off, as did Mr. Gray, but goddamn, this dude holds it down by himself. It ain't that constant, aggressive rapping that he was always doing in Gorilla Voltage, Dude's switching up his flow, you know, not always doing the screaming kind of, and he's doing some harmonizing and shit, like really dope track. This is just a braggadocious shit talking kind of song right here. Half man, half machine, as this dude is sounding and being so, so consistent on releasing all these tracks, really fire from clockwork. I'm hyped to hear a full length solo at this point or EP or something. He keeps giving us these singles. I'd like to see some kind of full-length project come from Clockwork at some point in the future. 
you know? Dude is really dope, holding it down. Dolo by himself, killing it with these singles. And let's keep it with the Magic Ninja kind of, you know, clockwork formally of Magic Ninja. Lex the Hexmaster of Magic Ninja. He dropped a brand new single called The Count. Um, There was some kind of discrepancy on Friday, early Friday, where it wasn't showing up on iTunes and Apple Music. But it's up on all DSPs as of right now as I'm recording this. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all that. Finally, we get some new Lex the Hexmaster. It's been a little bit since he dropped his last single. It's been a few months, I believe. And uh, this track right here, Don't Count Lex the Hexmaster Out. This track is really good. The mix is kind of weird. The vocals are kind of low in the beat. Kind of threw me off when I first listened to it, but bump it two or three times. Ill track. Dope production. I don't know who did the production on here. Not necessarily that boom bap sound that I've been calling for for Lex the Hexmaster, but this is really good production that I could be fucking with if this is the kind of sound that he's going with on um, the Party Castle EP that he's got coming up next month. Like we talked about, he's got a four-part EP series next month. Party Castle's dropping. Uh, I don't know if this track is on that EP, but this is a banging ass track. Getting me hyped for that Party Castle EP. New Lex the Hexmaster. Solo shit. I'm digging it. Mix is a little off for me personally, but I can overlook it because it's such a dope track. Love the beat. Love his delivery. Just dope hook. All around really good track. From Lex the Hexmaster, I'm hype. And I'm hoping he keeps bringing that kind of production going forward. Or at least, you know, because his his albums, I guess, repeating myself yet again, his albums have just lacked in the past. But let's go to LSP, Donnie Menace of Lyrical Snuff Productions. Dropped a brand new track featuring James Joyce called Fat Cage. This shit is dope. As far as I know, it's only up on YouTube right now. I know it's going to be up on all the DSPs at some point in the near future. Donnie Menace, you might know him. He used to do the battle rap circuit uh, a while back. I've been following this dude for like 10 years now at least. um, Since the Threat mixtape that he put out. This track, kind of some boom bap shit. Really dope. James Joyce. Brought it on the feature. Donnie Menace is really dope. Very lyrical. Banging ass track. I dig it. Only listened to it once so far because it's up on YouTube. YouTube murders quality of music. So I'd rather wait till it hits the DSPs. But I wanted to give everybody a heads up that it is up on YouTube and will be up on DSPs shortly. Keeping it with the lyrical snuff production. Smalls 1. I believe she's the only... Only female up on LSP, so let's call her the first lady of Lyrical Stuff Productions. The Process of Elimination is her new album, and it's up for pre-order now. Not a huge fan of female rappers myself, but the shit that I've heard from Smalls One on features, stuff like that, she actually can bring it on tracks. 
Uh, I've heard her on Liquid Assassin's album. She killed it on that album. Um, the Mulatto album, Fire album. If you ain't check that out, check that out. But her new album, The Process of Elimination, is up for pre-orders up on Lyrical Snuff's uh, web store. So go peep that. And sticking with the LSP shit, Scum just posted this the other night. Dark Half, the 10-year anniversary Digitally remastered will be up on all digital service providers very soon. Hyped for this. I'm hyped to hear a digitally remastered Chapters album. Love Dark Half. Been a fan since Chapters. I remember these dudes when they were up on Horrorcore.com, the message forums. You know, back when Geno Cult shit was Ian Stone. Um... I'm hyped to hear the digitally remastered. I fuck with Chapters. Great album. Um, their best album, in my opinion, is Graveyard Blues. And I understand there's going to be a digitally remastered version for that coming out at some point. Because I saw Damian Quinn talking about that. But Chapters will be dropping very soon. And I can't wait to hear the sound quality. I did ask Scum on his post if there will be a physical release of the digitally remastered chapters. He said, uh, quite possibly could happen, uh, in a very small run, strictly for the collectors. Myself, I own chapters, the CD, and I would definitely buy the di- digitally remastered version without a fucking doubt. I fuck with Dark Half, love the chapters album, classic horrorcore shit, really dope. So hyped. To see that. I'm still waiting for that fucking last Dark Half album to drop at some point. I know it's taking Damian Quinn a little bit to do it. But he'd be working on it and it's coming. But we got one of the illest albums to drop this year without a doubt. Gorilla Twins. Ill Bill and Nems. I've been talking about them. Talking about this project for a couple months now. It finally dropped this past Friday. The self-titled, we'll call it a fucking album, fuck it. And this album is fucking dope. It is 12 songs, clocking in at 35 minutes. Long EP, short album, whatever. Um, We got an intro on here. It's banging hard as fuck. Uh, I think there's only one interlude on here. And other than that, so basically it's 11 full-length songs, one interlude, and this shit is hard as fuck. My favorite track on here, early favorite, is Gunners. Love that track. They didn't do go crazy with the features on here. Vinny Paz is on here. Lord Goat, formerly known as go, uh, Gore-Tex of Nonfiction. Immortal Technique is on here in DV alias Christ. And Alexandra Kasula. So a handful of features on the 12 tracks. Um, The one with Lord Goat shootout at the Cyclone. Dope as fuck. Talking about shooting up the boardwalk. um, The carnival grounds and all that shit. The track with Vinnie Paz. Wolves is fire. Bung. Hard as fuck. Back and forth. Ill Bill and Nems. This album does not let is not a letdown. It definitely lives up to the expectations. Ignorant as fuck, as it should be, as I would expect 
from an Ill Bill and Nems project. Ill Bill on one of these tracks is even talking about that album, The Pill, that he has with Sean P in the can. And I'm hoping that sees a release in 2020. I know we talked about that a few weeks back. Would love to see that album finally see the light of day and come out. Rest in peace, Sean Price. But this Gorilla Twins project, if you ain't familiar with Ill Bill and Nems, familiarize yourself with this project right here and then check out their back catalogs wherever you want to go. Uh, I'm not too knowledgeable on Nems. I'm familiar with his Gorilla Monsoon album that he put out last year. He was on um, the La Coca Nostra album, the last one that they put out to Thine Old Self Be True a few years back. I'm very familiar with Ill Bill. Dude, never disappoints in my opinion. I love Ill Bill, one of my favorites um, just ever. Fuck the underground, just in general. And this Gorilla Twins project... Got production from Stu Bangers. I think Ill Bill produced some shit on here. Not quite sure who else. Hard copies are coming, but because of all this COVID shit going on, it's just a delay on it. So, is what it is on that front. This album is fucking fire. I recommend you check it out. And it came out on the iTunes charts strong on Friday at number nine, as you can see right there. So, strong showing for Ill Bill and Nems on the iTunes charts. Really dope to see. Fire artwork. Fire album. Not one bad song on here. Definitely recommend you check this out. If you haven't heard it yet, you won't be let down. If you just love that ignorant boom bap shit, check out that Gorilla Twins fucking fire. And then we got... Magic Ninja Entertainment's NetFest. It's coming up this Saturday. It's going down. Monoxide said on a live stream, it's like a seven-hour fucking event with the main event going to be on the Astronomicon YouTube channel. So whatever the pre-show or, you know, as UFC would call it, the prelims, wherever the prelims are, maybe Twisted Officials, uh, Twisted's official YouTube page, I don't think it's been clarified as of yet, not to my knowledge. But NetFest on your couch is going down this Saturday. We talked about it last week where Kung Fu Vampire said he has no interest in doing any kind of internet concert, anything like that. And pretty much right after I recorded last week's episode, someone on Twitter, asked him a question, was kind of hoping you end up joining NetFest at the end of this month. And he said, oh, what's happening? They're doing something way cooler than just live shows. Stay tuned. So, fuck what I said last week, because clearly I didn't wait till 10.33 p.m. last Sunday after I recorded my show. But Kung Fu Vampire... Looks like he will be on the NetFest um, performances, whatever you want to call it. I'm hyped to see what they're going to be bringing with this. He's saying they're doing something way cooler than just live shows. So if I could speculate on what they're going to be doing with this NetFest, I bet we'll see some world premiere music videos. 
a la Zulilu, The Parish. I bet that'll be premiered during NetFest. I bet Twisted will premiere a new music video uh, for their Mad Season album. Maybe we'll get some new music from Magic Ninja artists. Uh, maybe some in-studio performances. Um, I don't know. I'm hyped to see what this is going to be all about. The prelims. Mm, I'm waiting to see the full lineup to see if I'm going to have any kind of interest in the pre-show, prelims, whatever you want to call it. Um, I want to see Kung Fu Vampire's performance. I don't know if he's going to make the main card, main event, uh, the main show. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. But uh, I want to see some Kung Fu Vampire. I'm pretty sure I saw Boondocks post up on Twitter this week saying he's working on something for the NetFest show. Um, that's popping off this Saturday. I know I saw Donnie Menace, Damian Quinn. Maybe they'll be part of the pre-show. But like I said, I think we're going to see music videos, in-studio live performances. Maybe we'll see straight-up live performances, them rapping, holding the microphone and shit in their hands. Um, I'm hyped for it. Magic Ninja throwing like the internet's first festival. You know, Timbaland and Swizz, they've been doing that whole versus thing where they get two artists to play their top hits up against each other. Like last week they had Nelly and Ludacris. I'm not a fan of Nelly. I fuck with Luda. I'm not the I fuck with Luda. Not the biggest Luda fan. And I only say that because I just don't know much about Luda other than his music and the Fast and Furious shit. But I fuck with Luda. Um, they had the DJ Premier versus RZA battle, which was epic as fuck. Like hardcore hip-hop head. If you are a hardcore hip-hop head, you would definitely tuned in for that. That was fire. Um, the whole thing that started off was Timbaland and Swiss Beats. That's what started the whole versus thing. So kind of in the same vein, these like performances... People battling each other with their own tracks during this whole quarantine shit is a really dope way to keep people's minds off shit that's going on going on in the real world. So props to Magic Ninja for throwing putting this on. Who knows what they got in the fucking can as far as performances, music videos, whatever. New music, who knows? But I'm looking forward to it. Looking like it's going to be dope. Yeah. And then this week, or last week, Violent J did an interview with Stereo Gum. Never heard of it. But got to give him props because this, this is where the information came from. Violent J did an interview with Stereo Gum last week. Nothing crazy was really talked about it other than two main points. And I talked about it real quickly with Mike Sears last week on last week's episode, but I wanted to talk about it again. First thing he talked about was regretting lyrics and songs. It all kind of meshes into one, but he started talking about, because the interviewer asked him about the song he did with 3-6 Mafia, just another crazy click that appeared on When the Smoke Clears 6661. 
And in the beginning, Violent J says, I'm sick like a diseased Ethiopian. And he says he regrets that because it's kind of a racial thing that he said. And although it doesn't, I mean, I get what he's saying. I don't know if it's really a racial thing, but if he feels remorse for it and he, whatever, then it is what it is. You know, you regret lyrics. I can only imagine artists regretting shit that they said 20 years ago, 25, 30 years ago, regretting stuff that they said. But he also started talking about how ICP would talk a lot about, you know, gay people going against gay people. Everybody knows the infamous gay bashing song that was recorded by the supervillains, ICP Ishama Lavelle. I'm pretty sure it was the, the gay bash song or something like that, where they were just hating on gay people, talking about killing them. Just a whole lot of fucked up shit in that song. And he even said, you know, I regret saying all that stuff about gay people back in the day. And the fucked up thing was, is our producer was gay. Now I'm reading this and I'm saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow the fuck down. Your producer is gay. I've never heard of any rumor of anybody being affiliated with ICP being gay. They haven't worked with many producers. Really, only two main producers ICP has worked with um, their entire careers. And then you got other people like in the last few years that they've been reaching out with and working with. But if he's talking about 20 years ago, there's really one or two people he's talking about and he's outing them as being gay. And I've never heard anybody, like I said, affiliated with ICP coming out as gay. So who the fuck is Violent J to out somebody out of the closet when they ain't done it themselves? Who the fuck is this dude? And what the fuck is he thinking? Clearly he's not. I'm going to roll with Chuck Reeves theory on the aspartame going to his fucking head and dude not being able to think right. I think it's just fucked up that this dude outed somebody as being gay when there's really no confirmation. I've never heard of anybody coming out as gay. And I thought that was fucked up in the interview for him to say that this dude is just wiling. And just doing whatever the fuck he wants makes no sense to me. I don't really have any kind of crazy take on it other than that. But how the fuck are you going to out somebody when they ain't done it themselves? That's like rude, inconsiderate, fucked up. Just all around not a good look for Mr. Violent J himself. But I don't think Violent J really even gives a motherfucker. If you ask me, so why the fuck? I don't know. I think it was fucked up that he did that. Violent J outing somebody as gay when they ain't even come out as gay themselves. Like, can't be doing that shit, bruh. Not in 2020. You should know better. You surrounded by people that should fucking... Let you know these things. You can't be just flapping off at the jaw like that. But fuck it. That's going to wrap it up for me this week. A little bit of a short episode. Not much went down this week. 
But I appreciate everybody that tunes in. If you're on YouTube, smash that thumbs up. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. If you listen to a podcast platform and you're able to leave a review, please do so. It helps me out immensely. I hope everybody stays safe out there. And I'm Ron Bone of the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. And until next time, I'm out. Peace.